I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, cooking again. Looking good. How's your stuff doing again? Uh, yeah, looks good. All right, we'll give it a second. Give it a second. And what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of PSO NFL Edition. I'm the big dog. We got Nasty Nate alongside me. Nate, how you doing? Your first week officially with the nickname applied, and I like it. I think it rolls off the tongue. You think it works? Oh, 100%. <laughs> Well, I think it's, wor- it's funny worked for this too. One. It's worked for I don't know, eight years now, something like that. I feel I like, know. yeah, you've had that nickname longer. You've had that nickname longer than the big dog's been around. Oh man, you've had that forever. Yeah, I know, and I think I think Nasty Nate's outlived it. Um, <laughs> so, unfortunately, at my expense, at least, we have to do an NFL draft pod, don't we? Oh. We have to. This year we got it. Yeah, unfortunately, we got to talk about the draft. Um, as most people know that listen to the show, I am not very good with evaluating defensive talent, and there's a lot of defensive talent and not very many offensive options this year. So it's going to be an interesting uh, NFL draft pod to say the least. Um, but first. Make sure you follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram, and pointless sports opinions on everything else. Uh, if you go on Spotify, I've been throwing some polls up there. If you guys want to respond to them, uh, go right ahead, plug away, and yeah. Um, but before we get into the draft here, before we get into the draft, we had some big, big news break. Nathan, you want to drop it to him? Debo Samuel, all of a sudden, I mean, we knew he wanted uh, a new contract, but all of a sudden wanting to go somewhere else. What's Insane. up with that, man? Insane. And, and now, like, also, he doesn't want to play running back as much. 
Yeah, I. And that, I, as far as going for a trade, in, affects his value. I would say. I mean, the the amount of production he gives you at running back as well is huge when when you're looking at trade value. If you yeah. look at what he did as a receiver last year, it's it's had a had a great year, but you know, combine it all together, and man, he's he's yeah, he's more of a gadget guy. Yeah, you know, but best gadget guy and, ever, in the so. best. <laughs> oh yeah, and probably the best gadget season. Yeah, best gadget um, season. The complicated thing about it too is that. You know, you look at like, like each team like has a focal point of their offense, whether it be a running back or quarterback. Not very often do you see teams that have a wide receiver slash running back as their focal point. Like you know, the Titans have Henry. You know, Green Bay. You got to stop Rodgers. You know, all these teams have the like the guy. Debo is the guy for the Forty ers yeah, and absolutely. now, and now he doesn't want to play for him anymore. That's, that's going to be a big my hole question, to fill. Huge hole, and uh, I've heard reports that Kyle Shanahan is uh, just so he, he he doesn't really care about this situation. He thinks that he can find another Debo. He's like, Ooh. okay, Debo wants to leave. I can I can turn anybody into Debo. I'm Kyle Shanahan, which kinda I believe, and kinda I don't. Like I think Shanahan's an offensive genius, but at the same time, Debo's fucking Debo. But also, there's just so many different factors to this because he doesn't want to be what he's good at. He doesn't want to do the gadget stuff. I understand the injury history and everything else, but right now, if you're another team or are just evaluating uh, the potential trade value for Debo. If he wants to be eighty percent wide receiver, twenty percent running back, or you know even more uh, in the wide receiver side, what do you think Debo's trade value is right now compared to you know Tyreek and Devontae? I don't know, Devontae. I'd say <laughs> I'd say Devontae ish because Devontae was be way Devontae-ish, underrated. Right? Yeah, and I oh, think Devontae is worth first more, and third? Than, more than Debo. Yeah, it was a first and third. Although, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to hit on this a little bit later, but the uh, for the Jets, this would make so much more sense than going for, you know, they were, they were kind of all in on Tyreek, going in on Tyreek until uh, Miami came in. But they, yeah, I mean, they've been in on every wide receiver. Tyreek's, what, what's Tyreek, uh, 20, 28, 29? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Debo's Debo's 26. Yeah, Debo is in his prime prime of, you know, right now. And, I mean, think about also, I mean, think about if he just got, like, a little less touches, too. You know, maybe he won't be as injury prone. That's the thing, man. So, maybe the change of scenery might be good for him. Uh, But you, you kind of touched on it a little bit. Do you think that he gets traded in the draft, like while the draft is going on, if you had had to guess, I think there's a good possibility. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of teams, and there's a lot of high draft picks where you know we've heard. Uh, I mean, honestly, what team in the first five picks haven't we heard at least one rumor that they might trade back? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are 
I don't know. Everybody's trying to trade back, but is anybody trying to trade up? No. Exactly. I I think once you get into the second round, third round, I think that's whenever you guys will start trading up. Or late first. Because all these guys yeah. in the first round seem like late first round picks. Mm-hmm. Just in my opinion. Um, But, so, I want you to give me a team that would you really, really want to see him on. And a team that, if you had to, like... Guess like if, if you needed to put money on it, what team you you could see him going to? I think the team I'd like to see him go to. I think uh, the Ravens. Please, they need they need to do something to receiver. Uh, Whoa, Hollywood Brown, a little Lamar. Oh God, Hollywood Brown. You know, had had a pretty decent year last year, but that's you know, every year you throw for Hollywood Debo Brown. in there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Debo, Lamar going crazy. Then, you know, they're getting uh, Gus Edwards and uh, well, who's who's the Dobbins? Back? Dobbins, yeah, JK Dobbins. Jake. Yeah, they're getting. Which I'm back. excited to see him finally get to yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah, they were so banged up last year. I think the man, Jets I are mean, make a strong push at him though. They they need to, man. Me, me, and you are in the same way. Save wing wavelength. I, me personally, I would like to see him on the Chiefs. Um, I think that would be a perfect like accidental. Hey, this was our plan all along. Like yeah, we got rid of be. Tyreek, our main weapon, but we got a younger, better version of Tyreek right here. You know, he can do a lot more. Yeah. That would be f- fucking amazing. Uh, but I don't know how the hell. And the thing is, is he wants to get paid, and I don't know how much money Kansas City that's, has left. That's the thing. You know, I was thinking, is is the running, he doesn't want to get the touches in the backfield. Is that, you know, can you pay him enough to do it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean that, that he, might be what it comes down to. Uh, it, it's going to be something. You pay me what Tyreek's think, getting, I'll do that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's just it. Maybe he just wants to be compensated for all the shit that he's right. doing on the that, field. That's what I'm Which thinking. is completely understandable. Yeah. Because... You know, I'm understand. Like I, I get it. Like teams want to hold out on these, you know, rookie contracts for everybody, and you know, franchise tag their ass every year. But you know, guys like Debo, I don't want to see him. You know, get the Le'Veon treatment where he has to sit out a year or some shit. Like I'm glad we're past those stages. Like I think, I think you're right about the Jets though too with him, uh, where he's probably gonna go. Because the Jets remind me of what Carolina is probably going to do this year as well, where Carolina missed on every single quarterback. Oh, yeah. The Jets have missed on every big name talent in free agency. They tried trading for Tyreek. Uh, I mean, their name was in every wide receiver that was thrown around. Devante. They were trying to get everybody. Um, so I think they're gonna they're gonna overpay if anything yeah. for Debo or pick up Debo, and Debo's just gonna have an average year for him. Um, I think that that kind of fits the mold of what's going on. Just kind of like how Carolina missed out on. I, were they in Matt Ryan sweepstakes too? Did we ever f- figure out who was trying to trade for Matt Ryan? Because I didn't even know his ass was on the market. Yeah, I but I don't. Uh, I don't remember seeing anything about Carolina and Matt Ryan, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I mean they were still in uh, the Russ talks, Aaron Rodgers, everything. They they wanted everybody, so I think. Yeah. There would be another team that like goes hard and tries to get somebody that 
or overpay for somebody like maybe like a Baker, you know. So yeah. I just see a lot of similarities between those two teams. Um, a lot other of times teams, this can I mean, hit, desperate, desperate times. Yeah, you, and think about it. As you know, the NFC for both conferences, this is the perfect time to go one hundred percent all in. This is why I wanted the Rams to win the Super Bowl last year. Because teams are finally going to start fucking trying and realizing, hey, we can't sit here and just, you know, farm system it to a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, if you have a good draft, it can change your projections. But all these teams are kind of, all the top teams at least, are getting good drafts and they're making the big moves. So you can't you can't slip up. If you see an opportunity to get a Debo Samuel, Samuel, you have to get one. I like your the Ravens though. I can't believe you you would want him playing with Lamar. They're good. He's I good. Th- he, they're a good football team. If he if he goes to Baltimore and they're like a top team in the AFC, you're going to be pissed. I yeah, I'd be uh, I'd eat those words. Yeah, I mean and the thing is though, Lamar finally is going to have a weapon that's not as tight end. <laughs> you know? Like, he, think about the receivers he's been throwing to. I think he would be a perfect fit on Baltimore. The only thing is, I think Baltimore still got that old school approach. Yeah, I know. They got, they got, they, they give me Green Bay vibes, you know? Like, they do. Teams that are, that, you know, Dallas everybody Cowboys. every year is like, yeah, yeah, homegrown. yeah. Like, team. The homegrown method. Unless. <laughs> Unless Debo gets a DWI or something or a felony, the Cowboys ain't gonna ain't gonna try to trade. <laughs> the Cowboys for him. aren't getting it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's off the market. Um, other teams that were kind of uh, linked there too. You got the Patriots. What do you think about that, Debo and Mac? I do. I, I think, that would be great. What but, are you thinking, Brady Moss? Brady no, Moss type year? <laughs> no, no, it, I don't think the Patriots will be <laughs> aggressive enough to get him. I just don't think that's Bill Belichick, but the fact that they traded for that's worth Devontae Parker surprised the shit out of me. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't see you them know? going out and spending more on on Devon or uh, on Debo. Plus, what they're going to have to pay him is yeah. That, yeah. That's just not they, that they don't they like paying don't pay anybody that much for you know skilled position guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I should take back what I said earlier. I said these homegrown farm system teams don't work anymore unless you're coached by Bill Belichick. That's true. Yeah. Can I can I add it there? Yeah, because he's probably. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're another good team. Surprisingly, next year. I, so. You know what? Um, I don't think they will be, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I like this one. The Colts talked about the Colts. The Colts. Um, oh yeah. That would be Great. a lot of firepower that other than Matt Ryan. Of, yeah, other than Matt Ryan. <laughs> with with that yeah. team, though, I think he could lead him to an AFC championship, though, at least. If The thing is, I could see this team being the all-injury team, yeah. the what-if team. The what-if You team. know, Debo goes down, Ty, Ty Hilton goes down for the 300th time. Uh, <laughs> Pittman's their only wide receiver. Matt Ryan's under-throwing him. Um <laughs> Old noodle arm. Jonathan Taylor, it, it turns out having 3,000 touches in two years is tough on you. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I think that would be cool. That that would be fun. And that seems like a Colts kind of play. You know, I think yeah. Frank Reich could draw up some pretty good offenses. If only they had a fucking quarterback that wasn't a goddamn dinosaur, I'd really root for it. Uh, 
I, you got. We talked about the Chiefs a little point. bit. Oh yeah, definitely. What what is? Uh, it, we talked about the Chiefs a little years? bit. Five quarterbacks in five years. Yeah. Why do you keep trading for quarterbacks over the age of thirty-five? <laughs> I yeah, don't understand that. That's like every year a school just hires a sixty-seven-year-old teacher, and it's like, why do they all keep retiring? Why aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, they, come on. They keep getting these. You know what was it? Uh, Rivers, Wentz. Who who was before Rivers? Oh, they had Jacoby uh, Brissett. Yeah, Brissett. Yeah. They did give him a shot. I th- honestly still think Jacoby's pretty good. Uh, okay, not good. He did bad for right. Miami, but he's a decent Let's move quarterback. On now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So do you want to move past Debo? Are we done on Debo? Yeah, we're done on Debo. Okay. Perfect. Uh, fifteen minute mark here. All right. Let's talk about the the overall thoughts of this draft because I have a lot of words that come to my mind. I know you do. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Um, so, uh, let me first start off by saying I'm not. I'm going to be talking a lot of shit on this draft just because entertainment-wise, it's a fucking zero. I, and I I'm not even lying. I agree with like, that statement. I would watch cornhole over the NFL draft at this point. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, it's not that exciting. But what me and Nathan has been, we've been talking about this off camera is there's a lot, a lot of good, solid players in this draft. Like a lot of guys that if they were in different drafts and they were, you know, late first round, second round picks, third round picks, I could see them, everybody would be saying, like, oh, man, look at how good of a a pick this guy was. Look at how good a pick this guy was. I think there's a lot of guys like that. But Those are at the the top half of the first round now. Yeah. Exactly. And if you say, hey, this guy's performing like a really good second round pick compared to, hey, this guy's the number one overall pick, you have a different perception of how they play. You know, you're comparing them to two different things. So that's my thoughts on the draft is that entertainment wise, it's obviously a zero. Um, Not that there's no talent. But but talent wise, I think there could be a lot of, uh, of good, solid players that come in the NFL. But it's just not going to be that fun to watch. What do you think? What's going to make it fun is that the you know Debo could be traded in the draft. Yeah, you still got Baker. You still got Garoppolo, Jimmy G. You know, there's still some moves to be made. Uh, trades, I think, could make this draft exciting. I don't yeah, know. true. And, and, and you know. <clears throat> There's a lot of like, like you said. There's a lot of reports of teams trying to trade back. Um, you know, just seeing who lands where and who's being aggressive and doing what. That'll be the entertaining part of it. But yeah, it, there's no polarizing. Uh, you know, this guy's number one. You know, you don't have that this year. Quarterbacks make a draft as oh, well. God. So <laughs> don't get me. Started Last year we had quarterbacks. five quarterbacks in what the top. 15 I think something like that yeah yeah um that's entertaining I saw I saw this and you're gonna love this I just remembered it um I saw this stat guess how many drafts in the past 20 years that a quarterback wasn't taken in the top five picks guess how many 20 years past 20 years seven 
one. What? It was the EJ Manual year. That was the only year <laughs> in the past 20 fucking seasons that a quarterback wasn't taken in the top five. And it's going to happen this year. I think it's going to, it has to happen. Or we're going to see some team uh, swing and miss. That's for sure. But um, let's talk about the top five players you have in the draft right now. So, I mean, I just talked all this shit on all these players. <laughs> but uh, we don't, you don't, it doesn't have to be any ranking. Just top five guys, uh, just off the top of your head, that you think this year are locks to be the top five guys. Kyle Hamilton, Aiden Hutchinson, Evan Neal, Ike McQuanu. And he's not going to play for maybe a month next season, but Jamison Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. You want to expand a little bit? Dude, the guy's got talent. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, there's teams out there, especially in the early rounds, that can afford to not have a guy for the first month. You know, they're not expected mm-hmm. to, to compete that year. You know. If I got to give him a month, I got to give him a month. If yeah. the Jets, if the Jets don't land Debo, I would take Jamison Williams at number ten. What about uh, what about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau? You don't you don't put him in the top five? I, t- I don't know, man. There's a lot of I was thinking about it today. You know, there's a lot of doubts about him just because he's got a lot of stuff going on. You know deals with Nike and all these things. He's all into crypto and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of teams were worried about that, and I thought it was stupid at first. And then I started thinking about it, and it was like, you know, first of all, that's a lot of distractions off the field. Yeah. Second of all, when it comes time to pay the guy, you're going to have to convince him to stay. Yeah. You know, he's making all this money somewhere else. You're going to have to convince him to stay. You're going to have to pay mm-hmm. this guy top, top of the market every time. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be a guy that, you know, he, he's making money elsewhere. He can he can go anywhere he wants. Right. Yeah, if he wants to, if he wants to just walk away from football after, you know, five, six seasons because he's making all this money somewhere else, I mean, good for him, but, you know, that I, I can see that being a concern. Mm-hmm. Um. So, my top five, I had Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker, so that's pretty easy there, Akon Wu, Evan Neal, <laughs> what's his name? Iquanu. Did I fuck up his, Iquanu? Yeah. I always, I always fuck up his name, Iquanu. <laughs> um, and uh, Kyle Hamilton. I, I, we're on the same page for Kyle Hamilton. You tell me what you see in Kyle Hamilton that makes you love, love him so much, too. Because it's obvious why I like him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I see him as... He's a guy that can rush the passer if you need him to. He can cover in space. He can fit the run. There's nothing not to like about him. You know, Jamal Adams, great example of... He can do everything, he just can't cover. Yeah, He's not great at that. You know, if, if if you just don't have him cover, have him play in the box, fit the runs, and get at the quarterback, he can do that all day long. This guy can do both. So I, that I, that's why I see him. 
I see him as the top player in the draft. Not that he'll go number one, but... Yeah, I think he's. you hit the nail on the head there. He, he's the best prospect coming out, but his position is yeah. why he's not... You know, he's a safety. It's it's hard to draft a safety in the top five and be happy about it. It's Me and you were talking about this too off, uh, off script. Um, that, you know, it's like taking a running back. You know, it's it's great when you draft them late and they turn into superstars, but when you draft them early and they turn out average, you get fucking yeah, you get tossed around for it. Um, so this is a little impromptu. If you don't want to do it, we don't have to. But I kind of want to do it. You want to go through each pick in the first five picks and see what? Uh, I want to hear what team you're gonna, uh, what team and player who, oh. who's gonna get picked. Sure. You want to do this? Yeah. Actually. Okay. I just did a mock draft before this, so that'll be perfect. No shit! Yeah. No shit! Let's go! Okay, perfect. Uh, well, I, I can't do the whole fucking 30, because that would be tough for me. <laughs> uh, but I, I'll do the first five. Let's do so it. So, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's on the clock. This is my favorite one. Uh, who do you think that Jacksonville should take, and who do you think Jacksonville is going to take? I think Jacksonville should take Aiden Hutchinson, but I think... Actually, no, no. Yeah. But I think they will take Trayvon Walker. I'm with you 100% on that. There's a lot of reports. You called me. The, the, yeah, they, they like I told guy. you. I told you to look into it. I, I called, Nathan called me a couple days ago, and he was like, yeah, like Hutchinson's like a unanimous first, round, first overall pick in this draft, right? And I'm like, he is. But Jacksonville's GM, he fucking loves Trayvon Walker loves Trayvon Walker. Uh, I think Trayvon Walker is a, a great talent, Absolutely. but he's got a lot of fucking risk. A lot of risk. Um, I think Agent Aiden Hutchinson, the floor is, he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, the floor is he's, you know, a Chad Greenway or some shit. Right. Like, just a good, solid uh, player. But Jacksonville, apparently, so it's the coaching staff. The coaching staff wants Aiden Hutchinson. But, but, the GM wants Trayvon Walker. And who's the guy that puts in uh, the pick? Who's the guy? It's the fucking GM. We'll see who wins it, man. So, I'm with you. I think I think they should draft Aiden Hutchinson, but I think they're going to probably go with Trayvon Walker. Um, okay, after that, number two. This is an easy one. The uh, best player on the draft is going to get drafted second here. Here's Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. I I agree with you. Actually, I went with Trayvon Walker here. Whoa, what, wait, oh. Oh, okay. I agree I with you. They should take, uh, if if they do take Trayvon Walker, they should take Aiden Hutchinson. But I took yeah. uh, Trayvon Walker there. I, I think this would be great. See, I, I would really... I think he would fit here better. Uh, I don't know. I think Aiden Hutchinson, if he goes one or two, I'm going to be happy with it. Because Jacksonville, I mean, their defense is bad. But at least they got, like, Josh Allen and, you know, other guys. Yeah, I mean, him and Josh Allen, you know, that'd be a pretty good duo. That's a, that's a good rush, yeah. Right. Like, that'd be interesting. And Detroit. Like, Detroit needs a solid guy yeah. for the next 10 years that's going to be good on defense. Yeah. And if Aiden Hutchinson can be... What he's projected to be, you know, he could be a Joey Bosa type. Think about Joey Bosa in Detroit. Right. Like, 
That's a good fucking, start. That'd be it. Yeah, that's that's how you you do good in this league. Um, but I I think also like Michigan, he's going to Detroit. You know, write it up. That's that's an easy article right there for any beat yeah. writer. You know, yeah. <laughs> Hutchinson returns home. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be cool to see Aiden Hutchinson go number two. It would. Uh, I see, and the, maybe the thing he, is, if maybe, he does, uh, the Jacksonville GM's just leaking all this stuff to fuck with uh, Detroit. Maybe, but I mean, if I'm Detroit, like you just take Trayvon Walker and roll with it. Absolutely, is it and weird? You're happy with that? Is it is it weird that the the perception of Aiden Hutchinson changes from one to two? I feel like it, him taking a two, I'm like, he doesn't have that much pressure on him. <laughs> well, I don't know why it feels like if he goes one, I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna have, you know, he if he just plays good, it's not gonna be good enough, you know, he's gonna be compared to Miles Garrett and you See, know, great I, I, defensive guys taking first. When I think, but of if it, he goes I two, like, draft. like him yeah, at number one, yeah, like that, if he has a, if he has a pretty good year, I'm like, okay. Hmm. All right, number three. The good old Houston Texans, they'll probably be in the top five uh, for the next couple years here. Yeah. Uh, new head coach, uh, just got rid of Deshaun, trying to reset, trying to build after the Bill O'Brien shit show. <laughs> oh, I mean, it might take him a while. Still because trying to recover. He, he fucked, yeah, that's that's tough. Bill O'Brien, he put the, he put the Texans in a recession. <laughs> uh, so, uh, third, overall, uh, third overall, who do you think they're taking? Uh, I think they will and should take Evan Neal. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they've got too. Laramie Tunsil on the uh, left side. You can easily slide Evan Neal in on the right side and at least mm-hmm. stabilize the offensive line there. Yeah. That's a good start. I think you know, it would take – there's, there's rumors that Equanu uh, – Equanu. <laughs> Is that the – Equanu. God, I don't. I'm fucking horrible with pronunciations. My last name is Young Walter, <laughs> and you'd think I'd be able to fucking pronounce other people's last names. No, I'm just as bad. Um, Aquanu, uh, he, there's rumors that he might go three. He's been like going up and down on draft boards, uh, but I think you're right with Evan Neal. Evan Neal's the best. He, he he's the best uh, player in the draft, in my honest opinion. I think this guy is a great, great offensive lineman for the next. 10 years at least you know if he can stay healthy um but yeah i, I mean I, I think we're on the same page there with evan neal do, do you think that this so you got tunsil and uh evan neal do you think davis mills is bound to have a good year you got brandon cooks out there the corpse of david johnson in the backfield rex burkhead was doing good is this a good offense i think i, think, I, I don't know I wouldn't. Don't go that far. But I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> I'm if you just saw. To make it you know, David Davis Mills put up similar numbers next year. Similar to last year, that's not that good. I mean, that's the most rookie. mediocre shit. Or second. Oh my god! I don't know. I that's mean, it, it could be better. You got Brandon mm. Cooks. What else? God, that sixteen touchdowns and ten picks again. That's like, uh like kissing somebody ugly it's like hey <laughs> i don't want to do that again you know it, it, it's gonna happen again you you want it to happen it's like eh. 
you know, it's fun, but nah, I'm not feeling it. Okay, let's go to number four. Uh, the Jets on the clock. Rumors that they might trade, you know, this pick, this, it's been thrown around. To go get deep. But right now, who do you, yeah, to get deep, I mean, this, that's a perfect pick to do it. Um, I wouldn't. But if the Jets keep the pick. I would sacrifice four. You're not sacrificing four? Why? Who are you ten. taking? Give up ten. Yeah, true. Who who are you taking it for though? I'm taking Sauce Gardner. Whoa, you're all over the place here. All right, let's hear it. I think he's the best corner in the draft. Great corner. Great corner. Yeah, lockdown corner too. Yeah, absolutely. The Jets, you know, Robert Sala coming in. I I think they're going to go heavy defense in this draft. I also have them taking uh, Kyle Hamilton at ten. If they don't, wow. If, if they don't trade, God, that would be a great. Great draft from the Jets if they go back to back with that. Hundred percent. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm a little less optimistic. I think what you did was the smart play, but it's the Jets. I think they're going to pick Kayvon Thibodeau. I think the uh, edge rusher is going to turn them on a little too much. They're going to think he's like uh, up and top tier with Hutchinson and uh, Trayvon Walker. Even though I think there's a significant skill gap between all of them um but i think i think they're gonna go with an edge rusher here they they're they're gonna go defense though i mean we we kind of know that uh i i like your pick better but i just think thibodeau's been linked to him they liked what thibodeau did they liked all his answers um so yeah i'm gonna pick him at number four uh number five the giants are on the clock uh, a lot of rumors on I this one. I have the Giants taking Iquanu here. Yeah, same. Damn, so we they pretty need much had the same draft. Yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't think they're really giving Daniel Jones a shot as much as just saying this isn't the draft to go get our quarterback. You know, let's get oh, some other things right before we go, go do that. You know, we got Daniel Jones yeah. here to hold it down till then, but, you know. Let's attack next year. Yeah. True. All right. That was a good mock draft. Five picks. You got to admit, I was a week ago, I wasn't that good of a draft expert. Am I Am I keeping up? I, I did a lot of research. I watched. I almost fell asleep watching all these defensive players. Sorry. This stuff just bores me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I kept up. I did pretty good. Top five overall. I kept up with you. We had similar similar drafts. Yeah, yeah, you did. You uh, did. You did good. Um, I, I've been I've been hounding you the last week about uh, looking at all this stuff. Yeah, you have. You're like you got to get into it. And this whole week, I did. I did. <laughs> um, so let's talk about each team. So now we're talking about what what would I do and what would you do if you were said team. Um, so, you want to go through this one? You, you wrote this one in. Uh, so, I got the Jags. I, I've got a few teams on here. No, uh, not, not in order. Um, you know, we're, we're going to jump around a little bit. <coughs> we already kind of went over the Jags. We'll skip over that one. Uh, yeah. Two. Number two. If you're the Lions, you can take Malik Willis at two. Oh, no, 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 no! They they like no, no, no. they like Malik that. Willis, man. 
They do like Malik Willis. Maybe they trade back. They could trade they back, trade back too. Yeah. But would would you um, take him at two? Fuck no. <laughs> I ain't take if I was any of the teams in the top twenty picks of this draft. If you take a quarterback, you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, I think this year is going to be similar to uh, the EJ Manuel year, where every quarterback should have been drafted in the second or third round, but all the hypes going around got everybody pumped up, and then EJ Manuel got to 16 because <laughs> Buffalo got desperate. I'm very curious who that team's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be Detroit, uh, surprisingly. Because I think, especially this year, you can wait till the second round or late first to get uh, a quarterback. You can easily wait. If you get, you know, Kenny Pickett in the second round or Desmond Ritter, uh, you know, Malik Willis, obviously, he's going to be the guy that gets drafted first. You know, he's going to get picked up. Uh, or you can maybe, you know, roll the dice with Sam Howell. Uh, Matt, uh, what's it, Matt Coral? Matt Corral. Uh, Matt Corral. Gold, like Golden. Like, like um, the Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um uh, but I think you can get these guys in the second round. So why? I, it tr- that's when you should trade up. And that's whenever you should make those big decisions. If you have the first 10 picks in the draft, either trade back if you want a quarterback. Or if I'm Detroit, honestly, I'm just committing to this defensive line. Like, just stack up on defense. Just get some solid-ass players on defense. Um you know, did you know that after... I think that they will get a quarterback, though, because Jared Goff's contract, uh, if they release after... I think it's either at the beginning of this season or after this season, they can release him and not get a cap hit, which is huge, huge for them. And so, that I per- say... That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be perfect timing because they could let somebody sit behind them and, and develop for, for yeah. a year and then walk or, away, you know... <laughs> Clean hands, or you just you have the clusterfuck of a bad season with them. You, you bu- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But you have a really good defense. You do what Washington did, basically. Yeah. Just have and you, you just stack up the defense, and then as soon as you get the opportunity to get Jared Goff out of there, you do, and you pick up a young quarterback, and then that's when you start building uh, the offense alongside with it. I would much rather go with that than taking a guy in the second or third round, just because all these guys are. I, I just think that they're fourth and fifth round talent, honestly, for quarterback. Maybe Malik Willis in the second or third round. Uh, I like, or I guess late first. If Malik Willis went in like Lamar Jackson territory, I'd be fine with it. But 
I just you can't you can't do it. I, Don't I, be surprised. I, I can't. They they really like Malik Willis. Man, going number two. I mean, think about it. it that who who's trying to trade up to two? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Carolina, I mean, maybe I mean, your your best bet could be maybe Seattle. Seattle. Seattle could be aggressive. I think Seattle's at nine. Yeah, Seattle could be 10, a good one. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but if if Seattle trades up, they're going to take Malik Willis. If the Lions want Malik Willis, you got to take him before yeah. six because the Panthers might take him. I mean, when you look at that, I don't know, but I mean, if I, I so let's say this that this is the uh, draft to Walker way overreach for a quarterback. Yeah, it's going to happen, yeah. I, and I'm curious how high though. Um, it could be say Jacksonville does take Jacksonville takes Trevon Walker number one. You have Aiden Hutchinson on the board. Like honestly, yeah. like name a team that's not interested in that. Like not interested in moving up. I see like New Orleans at 16. And, you know, Minnesota, like, they have an opp- opportunity to take over uh, their division next year. Yeah. Philly, Baltimore, all these guys, they need better defenses. And they're in the 14, 15, 16 range. Why wouldn't they trade up? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but. If, I would give a first and a second for Aiden Hutchinson. Two, I, Lions might yeah, take. Yeah, give a little. Yeah, yeah, true. But. Things kind right. of fall into place, but it could happen. True. All right. So well, you're going with? Oh, sorry, my bad. Cut you off. Are you going with uh, taking, I'm taking uh, a quarterback if, late, if or Hutch- you want them to pick one early? If Aiden Hutchinson is available, take him. If not, try yeah. and trade back. All right. Let's go on. All right, we got the uh, Panthers at six. A- another team looking for a quarterback. Mm. Uh, you take him at I, six? If I'm them, no, I'm trading back. All right. No. No, I'm not taking I'm not taking a quarterback. Uh, they really like Kenny Pickett. He's gone six in a lot of mock drafts. Um, I, Do you God, think Kenny Carolina, Pickett could go uh, higher than Malik Willis? I think I, 100%. I think oh. this is, you know, we kind of – like this is kind of like Justin Fields over you know Mac Jones type shit you know like I think or Baker over Rosen and everybody type stuff I think when it comes to this draft too like it's really easy to talk yourself out of drafting a quarterback out of Liberty you know like that's it, it's it's easy to do that Malik Willis has a lot of talent and I think I think Malik Willis needs to go to a good system team to be a good system quarterback. But Kenny Pickett, I think, is just going to be average no matter where he goes. Average to below average is my ceiling for him. <laughs> um, if I'm Carolina, I'm trading out of this pick. Don't even make the decision. Or, uh, no, actually, there's no, nobody out, out there for you to trade for with it. Like, no quarterback. So, keep, or either eat number six and, and maybe take uh, – Take a lineman or something, or or Sauce Gardner if he's out there. I took uh, Stingley, uh, Stingley, it, corner. I took Charles Cross. Oh, mock draft. Uh, getting it. T- they need to improve the offensive line. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I had already taken Evan Neal and uh, Iquanu out. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, cross. Yeah, and, and I think that would be good. Garrett Wilson, honestly, I'd be fine with him going to Carolina. Like Carolina makes a, a Derek Wilson play, and they got uh, DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson. Garrett like, Wilson. You were just telling me he was going to be a bust. I do think he's going to be a bust. <laughs> but guess what? It's fucking Carolina. Carolina <laughs> needs to make a play. You're, you're, you're okay with somebody. them taking a, a bust at number six? Yes, I am okay with them taking a bust over Kenny Pickett. That's how bad these quarterbacks are. Now you're finally in my fucking head. Now you you got my... No, no, taking a bust receiver is better than taking a bust quarterback. Yes, exactly. You can... I'd rather whiff on a receiver than whiff on a quarterback. Yeah, and like, you know, Garrett Wilson, if he is what he's projected to be, he's going to be really good. I just don't see it. Um... But, yeah, if I'm them, I, I don't want to make that pick. Carolina, have fun with it. If you want to be in the Seattle sweepstakes of who's going to fuck up their franchise and take Malik Willis in the top ten, go right ahead. Because I, I don't want Malik Willis playing for either one of these teams. I want him to have an actually decent team he's playing for. If you went to Atlanta, I'd be fine with it. Speaking of Which Atlanta, is eight. We're, we're oh. at Atlanta next. Uh, by the way, just a hint. These last two teams also need quarterbacks. Oh, God. Why? You just handcuffed me here. <laughs> All right, so the um, Falcons at eight. I, I got to ask again. If he's there, you taking him? Oh, man. I think I honestly would. I would. I'm a hypocrite. Everything <laughs> I just said, I just make myself look stupid. But if I'm Atlanta... <laughs> You gotta make. You gotta pull the trigger. You gotta find a quarterback. You got Mariota out there, um, but at the same time, if they made a Jamison Williams play or a Garrett Wilson play, uh, I think that would be cool too. Just because you got Kyle Pitts out there and you got Cordero Patterson. If you add another young, dynamic guy that can maybe have a Jamar Chase like season, their rookie season. That's a big benefit, and that that would be good for Atlanta. The only thing is, is it all hinders on if Mariota can be a decent quarterback, and I don't like that. I'll tell you what. You know, that's why I was kind of like, uh, take Malik Willis, but I think I would. I'd, okay, I wouldn't take Malik Willis eight. See, I'm like I, I talked myself out of it. <laughs> take, take. Yeah, I, I see. This is why I can't be a GM. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, put the ticket in. Put the ticket in from Malik Willis right now. Wait, Actually, wait, wait, fucking wait, wait, wait. bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> bring don't it back. don't give him that one. Don't give him that one. Give him this one. No, throw that ticket away. <laughs> give him this ticket. No, you know what? This ticket's back. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I like. I think I would much rather have uh, a guy like Jamison Williams or uh, Garrett Wilson if he's still in the board. I in my mock draft here, I took Derek Stingley Jr. Oh, corner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, really good corner too. Yeah, they need to get he's right on quiet. defense. What's that? Yeah, I said that he's been the people have been kind of quiet about him. Well, he, it's because he didn't play. He's last like a year. sneaky. Yeah, he sat yeah, out true. last year. He's still good. Oh yeah, very good. I think Dude, he's got he a lot of upside. Out, he, the year before that, he came out and he was uh, their their national championship year. He was awesome. Yeah, he he was a great player for him. I think uh, they need to stabilize the defense, so getting a guy like him could help. Uh, 
I, I I just don't see with the edge rushers I've I had already taken off the board. Yeah. Yeah, I, they, I they didn't need think some, about it. Atlanta does need defense. They need to uh, – their D-line D needs a little bit of work. But I, I just – at pick number eight, I don't see taking a, a D-lineman. Yeah. Interior defensive lineman, at least. All right. All right. What, uh, we'll go Steelers, number 20. What do you think? Ooh. Um, if he's there, I think take, this you, is you perfect time to Steelers? take if Malik Willis is there, I think I think this is the right time pick. to take him. One hundred percent, the perfect time. Yeah, one hundred percent. If you're Pittsburgh and Malik Willis is still on the board at twenty, take his ass. Um, any other quarterback, wait till the second round. Don't waste a first round pick on. But Malik Willis, I think one hundred percent would be. I think he'd be good for this Pittsburgh team too. You know, go out there, throw the Trubisky project out there. Um, give Malik Willis a year to sit. Yeah. I love seeing young quarterbacks get to be able to like learn behind somebody. You know, and yeah, Mitch Trubisky, it, as much shit we give him, he's probably a good guy. And you know what? He fucking won games. You know, he knows how to win. At least, you know, he's a and he's a competent quarterback. This is me just speculating, but coming in as a new quarterback in the NFL has to be a lot. So to give yeah. that a year to settle. I think yeah. can make a huge difference for a lot of guys. Settle and learn, and like you're not you're learning from Mike Tomlin, like you're learning from good coaches too. Right. So, and I I think I don't know I think Tomlin would be smart about it and you know take his time with Malik Willis and only throw him out there when he's ready. He's not going to get like like Mason Rudolph. I think Mason Rudolph. I don't remember him playing his rookie season. Yeah. He might have if Big Ben got hurt, but uh, I mean Malik Willis would do the same thing for Trubisky. You know, barring injury. So, yeah, like, if your starting quarterback goes down, throw Malik Wilson for a spot start. But other than that, he's just a project. Just yeah. make it a project, and he's a really good prospect. So, I, I think they have to, they need to get one quarterback. What if it, he's not whether there? it be hot. If he's not there, yeah, I wouldn't take another quarterback. I no, mean, well, there's rumors what that. What would they, you do if he wasn't there, though? Where would you go? Hmm. That's tough. I mean, it's towards the back half of the draft. I mean, what do they, they need? Maybe some offensive line help. Yeah, line. Yeah, line. Who they, they need. They I need took line Trevor Penning there. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be bad. No, I think, I think that's uh, a good spot for him. Yeah, and I mean, their line was atrocious. They don't really need. They got you know Dante Johnson and Chase Claypool. You know, they got weapons. Najee, Najee's going to be good. You know, he's always good. Uh, but, yeah, their O-line's a little tough, so maybe fix that up. And, yeah, I mean, they got a lot to work on, though, because I think their defense is a little spotty, too. They got a lot of pieces um, on defense. They could use some, uh, maybe some corner help, but. They need some glue guys, you know. They got a they lot do. of pieces, but they're yeah, not they, together. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. They got Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah. They got T.J. Watt. You know they got some dudes on defense, but yeah, I see what you yeah. mean there. They just need the glue. Guys. They got a lot of uh, star power, but they need more like supporting role. Yeah, you know you can't just have KD and Kyrie out there and throw Blake Griffin. You know it doesn't <laughs> make the team look good. Uh, All right, um, you want to move on? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You you wanted to do this one. I'll let you take this. I really wanted to do this one. So. <laughs> 
We're doing draft sleepers. So I think everybody in this draft is considered a sleeper because they put me to fucking sleep. But um, I think there's a lot of good sleepers in this draft. I think you're going to see a lot of good players come out late. Um, and I think really in the second and third round, that's whenever I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get going, you know, sexually for this draft. Because yeah. I like the guys in the second and third round. I like them a lot. Like, because that's this, where most of these guys in the draft should have been. Absolutely. Um, so, I'm just going to start. Uh, Brian Asamoa. I think oh, I got yeah. that one right. Yeah. Oklahoma linebacker. Uh, he was all Big 12 second team. Uh, he's a super, super, super smart linebacker. He might not have put up the best stats out there, but what he does is he puts other teammates in situations to be better as well. Like he's the guy that will drop back in coverage and help a corner. Like he's the guy that recognizes plays quick. Uh, what he lacks physically, he makes up mentally. Um, and he just seems like a guy. If he gets put on the right team, he's gonna grow well. And I like he just seems like a good like team captain type guy. Like the guy on like the baseball team that and he didn't bat four thirty, but he was like the fourth best batting average. But he was the team captain. And whenever the superstar hot shots would get all pissed off, he'd be the guy that calmed them down. This is what this kid reminds me of. Uh, he's great on interviews, too. Like He seems like just a really, really good kid. Great team player. Uh, and he's projected for the fifth round. So I, I felt really pumped about him. Um, yeah, so Asamoa. Brian Asamoa, Oklahoma. All right, so <clears throat> I'm going to start off with a running back here, James Cook. Okay. Nice. Dalvin uh, Cook's brother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, running back out of Georgia. Uh, Georgia running backs. Guy's a bulldog, man. Yeah. They all are. <laughs> they all are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've been waiting the whole pod to say that joke, haven't you? <laughs> oh, man. No, I came up with that on the spot, actually. That was good, then. That was good. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no, I, great running back. Uh He's pre- projected late third round, early fourth. Hmm. Um, I think he's going to be good. He he can obviously he's Dalvin Cook's brother. Uh, you know he can catch the ball, he can run the ball. Uh, physical guy, not afraid of contact, just runs through it. I think he's going to be great. Yeah, I like it. Um, my second guy, Jalen Petrie, Baylor safety. He was the Ooh. Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. I'm sticking in the Big 12 for defense. Uh, he was very consistent. I mean, he's just a consistent guy. You look at his stat sheet. Um, always, always puts up you know similar numbers. And he had big, big improvement from junior to senior year. He had 15 more tackles from his junior to senior year. Uh, and he started hitting fucking hard. Like, this dude hits really, really hard. He's being overshadowed right now for Kyle Hamilton. He ran a 4-4-40. You know, if Kyle Hamilton wasn't in this draft, we'd be talking about Jalen Petrie, uh, I think, in the first round. Um, he's just a really good player. Uh, he, he's starting to get some, like, forced fumbles. Like, he kind of turned into a hard-hitting safety. So, that I like that he has, like, that moldability. You know, like, he seems like a guy that yeah. you can, you know, draft to a team and, and, you know, he'll learn new stuff and, you know, improve his overall game. Um 
Right now, he's he's kind of in the second or third round for projection. Uh, but I think he would be a good like I could see him, uh, like a Jets. Like he could go to the Jets or like uh, maybe even Detroit. You know, and just add immediate impact to that team. Or like I could see like Vegas. Kind of seems like they get these guys too. Um, even though you know they already got. Uh, Jonathan Abrams there, but I don't know. So, uh, some team that really needs safety help, if they find him in this uh, second or third round, I think he's going to be really beneficial to him. Who's your second guy? Uh, I've got Perrion Winfrey. He's a mm. defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Projected fourth round guy. Uh, big dude, 6'4", 290. Uh, quick on his feet. He's just a big guy, man. Um, but quick on his feet too, so I, th- I think uh, he can really be a, g- a great player for you know somebody in the, in the fourth or fifth round looking for a guy like this to plug some gaps on the defensive line. Uh, I, I think he's going to be extremely beneficial for. I tell you what, I I don't know when they're going to take him, but. The Chargers, I think, are going to go heavy on you know D linemen this draft. You want to see him go there? D linemen, linebackers. Those good, those filling guys, like those guys that kind of just like you said fill the holes. Those guys are important. They are. And they very really important. change the yeah uh, the glue guys. They change defenses around. Yeah, glue guys, glue guys, <laughs> glue you guys. Gotta have getting, glue guys. That's that's what this whole draft is. Instead of superstars, they're just a bunch of fucking glue guys. You gotta have them. <laughs> Um, so let you want to talk about our boy? We both have the same dude. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, you go first, Autumn. You want him? Charlie Kohler. Okay, I'll talk about him. Uh, Ohio, Ohio State My notes went away on him. tied in. <laughs> What'd you say? My notes went away on him. Go ahead. Oh, Ohio State tied in. He's a big target. This dude's 6'6", 260. Uh, he's super reliable hands. Like I, this guy, if you watch his highlight reel, he's snagging balls away from guys. He's not a guy that gets a lot of targets, um, but I think if he had a lot of targets, I think he could put up some pretty damn big numbers. Like I think he could be a, a at best a ten touchdown tight end. Um, the problem is he's not really good at blocking. Uh, but the, the third down threat that he is, like I saw so many third and 15s, third and 10s, even like third and uh, short, and they're just throwing little check downs to him or slant patterns to him or just lobbing it up to him. And he's, he's snagging it from guys. Uh, he, he's just a big dude, a big dude, big reliable tight end. He gives me uh, TJ Hawkinson vibes from uh, Detroit. Um, 756 like yards like receiving comparison. his senior year. Yeah, I, I liked it too. I liked it a lot. Like that's why I think I like him, um, and he's consistent. Uh, his sophomore year, seven touchdowns. His junior year, seven touchdowns. His senior year, six touchdowns. But still, like he's he's a consistent guy. Um, like I said, seven hundred fifty-six yards receiving his senior year. Big threat. I think if he goes to a team that has even a semi-potent offense, like their main tight end goes down because he'll probably be a backup. Uh, I think he could be a plug-in guy that really could steal somebody's starting spot if they're not careful. Uh, he's a second or third round projection, though, ain't he? Uh, fifth round. Oh, yeah. 
damn. Yeah, fifth round. And like you said, you know, he's not a great blocker. And, you know, yeah, he's not going to be Gronk. He's no. just not. But these guys in the third, fourth, fifth round, they don't have to be Gronk to be a steal. They really don't. True. I think you, you yeah, hit it right on the right. head, though. Uh, I think he's going to be good. I think, you know, 764, uh, 764 yards last year. That's pretty yeah. good for a college tight end. Fuck yeah. You know, and like, I, I mean, I don't know much about Iowa State's offense, but their quarterback isn't in the top 10 of the draft. So, you know, like, maybe with a, a decent quarterback and a lot of weapons around him, he could, he could probably put up good numbers, yeah. you know. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, you know, he, he kind of gives me those vibes too. Yeah. If, you know, he's a good receiver. He's a good receiving tight end. Um, hopefully they can teach him how to block a little and bit or he just gets better at receiver. These days, as a tight end, you know, I mean, a lot of the elite guys are pretty good blockers, but you don't have to be anymore. I mean, if you can catch the yeah. ball and you can get space, they're going to find room for you. And he's so damn big. Like, 6'6", 260. Yeah. Like, you get to see that on third down. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's good for any quarterback. And he was making, um, some, he was making some catches. He's got some long arms. Yeah. Yeah. He was extending over people. Like, yeah. I like his catch in traffic. Like, if he gets paired up with a corner, I think he wins every time. Yeah. We talked a lot about Charlie Kohler. I like him. I like this kid. Um. My this next one, I don't know how I feel about it, but I wanted to throw him on there just to throw you for a loop. Uh, Isaiah Weston. Isaiah. He's a Weston. wide receiver. Isaiah Weston. He's a wide receiver from Northern Iowa. Uh, big receiver. He's six four. He's two ten. Really good at catching traffic. I, I like wide receivers that can do that, especially if you if you're lacking in speed. But the difference is, he's not lacking in speed. He has a 4-4-40 and a 6-4. That's incredible. Uh, 883 yards and five touchdowns his senior year at Northern Iowa. He always, if you watch his draft tape too, the thing I like about it is he always seems to be wide open. Like he's just always open and open by a lot. So he's a good route runner. He's got good feet on him. Uh, Because he's from Northern Iowa, he's going to be late. You know, he's going to be sixth or seventh round, maybe even practice squad. Um, but I think this is a guy that when he gets a shot, he could really perform. And like I said, the size and the speed, I like it. And I think he's worth a, a sixth or seventh round filler. Sixth, seventh round? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's worth that. Uh, all right, what are, we, what are we on, three? Four? Uh, we both did Kohler, so we're on four, yeah. Four, Okay. Um, I'm going to go guard Dylan Parham out of Memphis. Mm. He's a guy. He, he's projected to go in the third round. Um, big guy, quick on his feet again. I mean, he can play guard, right guard, left guard. He can play tackle. Um, a lot of teams need, you know, offensive linemen. People don't carry, or you know, You've got you got to have guys that can fill in different spots on the offensive line sometimes. Um, so that's a huge yeah. asset. <clears throat> a little bit shorter. Uh, he's about six two. 
Ooh. Not quite the reach, you know, some of these other guys have, but he's quick on his feet. He can he can really move. Um, so I think he'd be a good good pick in the late Say second third round. Third round. Yeah, those third round third round offensive linemen sometimes are pretty damn good. Yeah. I like the the mid round linemen. Those are my favorite picks. <laughs> they always seem to hit. They always seem to hit. Or they're linemen, and you just don't hear about. Them. True. Um. So my last one. This one I am. This is my most favorite one. Most favorite one. Maybe my my biggest lock out of all the sleepers. This kid is gonna be good. Uh, Tyler Allegier. Tyler. The BYU running back. Or Allegier. Oh. Allegier, I think. Um, he has the patience, and he always waits to find a hole. Which, I mean, any running back that has that, like that that football IQ, I really like that. Yeah. Um, like, oh, it, that can... IQ can turn you like you could be a bad player that plays good because you have such high high IQ. He's a good player you, you with be a great, great IQ. With low IQ and be yeah, just good. Yeah, exactly. And I think he is so, so he's so smart. He waits for the hole. Um, he's two hundred and eleven pounds. He can truck with the best of them. Like his highlight reel is him just fighting third and third and fours, getting first downs. Like BYU is just handing it off to him. You want to hear his fucking stats? You ready for this? Last year, his senior year, he had 1,600 yards rushing and 23 touchdowns. Oh, gee. 20 year? fucking three. In, yeah, his senior year. Oh I had to God. keep looking at it. I was like, I thought that was his career stats. No, that was his senior year. Um, He really, really gives me Nick Chubb vibes. I had to write yeah. this down because it was incredible. Uh, there's a play against Arizona State last year where... Um, his quarterback threw a horrible interception, like just god awful play, and he ran down, ran down uh, the guy who got the interception and strip sacked him perfectly, and the uh, their quarterback ended up getting the ball back. <laughs> like it was just a he ran his ass down. Like you could see the speed. Like he's got that open. Uh, he gives me like Nick Chubb vibes. Like when he's out in the open, he's got speed, and whenever he's in the uh, pocket. You know, he can truck you. Right. Um, he's been projected for the third round. The The team that he's been projected to, which I hope to God it happens, and mark my words, if this happens, it's going to be big, Buffalo. There's talks that Buffalo might take him in the third round, maybe even Ooh. trade up to get him. I think that oh, would be man. absolutely perfect. And mark my words, if Buffalo gets this guy in the third round, he will be a pro bowler year one. That's Ooh. what I think about this sleeper. Oh. That is my hot take on this entire NFL draft. Tyler, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, Allegier, Allegier from BYU. Remember his name. He's going to be like a Dalvin Cook. Uh, I, okay, maybe not like that. But he's going to be like a Nick Chubb type. Uh, just a really good goal line back. I can see this guy getting eight, nine touchdowns his rookie season and being a pro bowler. That's how good I think this kid is. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. But I don't know. The highlight reel, I loved it. I loved the I'll highlight tell you what, reel. The, the Bills BYU have been searching team. for a running game for the past three seasons now. So that would be awesome. Every, every second that I spent like looking up this dude, I was like, oh, like man, he's pretty good. <clears throat> oh, wow. He's a great goal line back. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's really fast. Oh, my God. He's, he's projected to go to Buffalo. Win. Win. <laughs> this guy's it. 
Um, all right, who's your last guy? Uh, running back out of South Dakota State, Pierre Strong. Oh. Oh. I almost put him on there, too. Yeah. Last year, 1,700 yards, 18 touchdowns, uh, 22 receptions. This guy's good. Uh, he's projected well, – what was it? Uh, fourth, fifth round. Um, Perfect round for uh, running backs. That's where you want to take him. In college <laughs> – Ten different touchdowns, touchdown runs, fifty yards plus. He's got speed, four three seven. Ten? Ten. Damn, that's that's really impressive. Dude, that means yeah, he's finding holes, he's breaking through. Yeah. Fourth, fifth Damn. round. Go get him. I like it. I like it. What team do you want to see him on? I if if the Bills got him, I'd be happy. Uh <laughs> I just want the Bills to get a running back. I know. Fuck's sake. Uh, and hopefully not Brees Hall. I don't want uh, uh, that. Not how Get, get Hall. one of our guys. Get one of our guys. We know We know better than that. Much better value. Um, all right. That's the pod. We have uh, final thoughts here. Nate? Yeah, dude. Uh, y- you know me. I, I Not a huge basketball p- fan, but I'm more of just a sucker for high-intensity games. Yeah. These Warriors look good. Ooh, you've been watching a lot of Warriors games? They are, yeah. They've got Clay. What do you think about Jordan Poole? back healthy. Steph's healthy. Uh, What do you think about Jordan Jordan Poole? You like that kid? Oh, man. Yeah, that that (laughs) dude's good. He's going to be good. Yeah, the Warriors look good. I mean, I would say they're probably the second-best team in the West behind the Suns, but... Devin Booker's Dude, down. They might, down. you know. Yeah, they might. They might be the. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You think? I like you that. think the it, Suns are better still? Uh, if, I don't know. If they're all I, three, I can if see they're this, all three putting I, up thirty points a piece at least. They're the team to beat, man. Yeah, man. I I still like Memphis, even though like their team's kind of riddled with injuries, and they're losing to the Timberwolves as we speak. Um, but I think when it comes to the West, yeah, the Suns, the Suns are in trouble with the Booker injury. Oh man, we're turning this into a basketball <laughs> pod. This is all over the place. Um, but uh, they're they're still up two one in the series over New Orleans. I think they can still win it. I don't know how long Book's going to be down for. I think they're um, in two three weeks. Damn, that's tough. That's, that's tough. tough. But I think it's been, it's, they can salvage answer, out of this. Man. Oh God! You know what that means? Yeah, that's Achilles. That's Achilles. A oh wait, no, that's calf. That's calf. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm calf. thinking calf. Yeah. No, no. When they say calf injury, that's a okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I forgot my anatomy for a second. Um, but hamstrings are tough. Like, look at James Harden. James Harden's had a hamstring injury for yeah. three fucking years. <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's tough. Um, but I mean, you might be on to something with this Warriors team. They got. I mean, they got depth. They got depth, and yeah. Steph just needs to turn it up. Dude, he's kind of been. Jokic hasn't been able. I mean, he, he's still getting his points, but uh, you know, Drummond's been great on defense. Had a huge steal the other night to seal seal the win against uh, against Denver to go up three zero. Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> they got everybody healthy. Yeah, and I mean, Denver is just a, probably the worst playoff team out there right now. 
you know, just playing with a bunch of YMCA kids at this point. Um, my final thoughts since we're talking about basketball, the Celtics are up fucking 3-0 over the Nets. I just want to say, cordially, Kyrie, you can go fuck yourself. We just beat your candy ass all up and down the floor. I'm so excited. I kept meaning to ask you, what did you think about that? The, Ky- the fuck you the Kyrie, Kyrie stuff? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I eat it up. I eat when up his tears. I eat crowd? up it. Yes, I, I love that. I love that. Yes, flip us off. We don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that, that's perfect. Like, it, it, you know what that shows? That it's getting to his head. He also dropped 40 that game, so maybe it's not getting to his I'll head that much. I'll tell you what, much. though. Both sides handled it really well. Like, he didn't yeah. do anything crazy. You and know, the thing I'm always the, the worried fans, about, Boston the fans, fans have a... You know, going crazy. You know, yeah. they weren't attacking him. You know, they were giving it to him. He was giving yeah, it Boston. to Boston fans have a bad history with with sporting events. Yeah, um, yeah they do. <laughs> uh, but I think the, them just chanting "fuck you, Kyrie," like a hundred percent agree with it. That dude's an asshole. He <laughs> fucking treated the franchise like shit. Um, like he said, he wanted to to come back, didn't come back. I just, I, I'm just glad that he's gone. I'm glad that we didn't make the Anthony Davis trade. Like, thank you, God. This is what I'm saying right now. Because whenever, what was it? Like, when the trades was going on three years ago or whatever, I was praying that we traded for Anthony Davis and had Anthony Davis and Kyrie. Now, think about that team. Oh, man. Think about injured Anthony Davis, street clothes Anthony Davis. Kyrie couldn't play for half the, you know, half your games. And Kyrie, (laughs) yeah, can't play Kyrie. Like, (laughs) thank God that we didn't make that trade, and we stuck with the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum experience. I'm excited to see uh, what this team can do. I never thought we'd be up 3-0 in the Nets. I thought this was going 7, um, which it still might. You calling for a sweep um, I'm not calling for a sweep. I think the Nets can at least pull out one, unless KD and Kyrie give up, which KD I don't see giving up because Boston's locked his ass up all series. Like, this defense is great. This defense is great. Also, have to add a part two of my fucking final thought. Let's just let's just throw this narrative out that this is hands down the worst take that I've ever heard in my entire life. All these people going around that are saying that LeBron James lit up the Celtics in 2018. You guys are fucking stupid. I get it. Ago. He did like it was four years ago. Jason Tatum didn't have a hair. Yeah, he, he was him and Jalen Brown. <laughs> or Jalen Brown was one year in the league, uh, and Al Horford was old i mean he's still old he's still on the he's team but he's still old yeah al Horford was arguably the most consistent guy and everybody's like i'm just saying lebron james lebron <laughs> james lit up this lit up the celtics team that's like saying oh yeah like i'm telling you right now like this bills team they beat the shit out of the patriots this year i think they could have beat randy moss and tom brady <laughs> like they 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 beat the mac jones team they beat the mac jones team that's how fucking stupid you guys sound they're years, years apart. Completely different teams. And Jason Tatum is officially a star in this league. Jalen Brown is an all-star in this league now. Jalen Brown went from averaging 8 points a game to 23 points a game. That's how big of a jump he was getting. Tatum wasn't even averaging 20 points a game when he was playing LeBron James. And the argument is, well, LeBron James lit up 15-year-old Jason Tatum. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's my final thought. All right, Nathan. Spread the word. Spread it. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.